there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey there beautiful souls, welcome to episode 5 of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast series. And this particular episode is number three out of four episodes in the four steps to intuitive guide, um, which is, which I've previously mentioned in the last two episodes, a guide that came through when I was journaling after I had really gotten curious about my intuition, I wanted to understand it more, this guide started to come through. And today I'm going to share with you um, a very powerful experience I had that really, really helped me trust in my intuition. Uh, I've got so many stories that have helped empower my trust, but this, when I when I sit back and think about it, this is really one of the big ones where I learned a big lesson about how to trust your intuition and how to, um, basically how to know the difference between your intuition and your ego, which I will go into after I've shared my story. So the story today is one that um, I had when my son was about 10 months old, my eldest son, um, I basically decided that I wanted some time to myself as a mum. I, I really, really was noticing that I needed that. So I booked in to do a four week meditation course on a Saturday morning. So I had about four hours to myself every Saturday morning for these four weeks, which was amazing. And in the very last week of the class, we were doing this meditation. And as we were coming out of the meditation, our meditation teacher said to us, okay, I want you guys to stay in your, that meditative space as you come out of this meditation. I'm going to place an object in your hands. Um, now, just a side note here, when I was younger and for my whole life, basically, I've been really curious and interested in people who could read jewelry or items and people who could read energy. And I always thought it was something that only certain people could do. And I thought basically you had to have special powers to do it. And yeah, so this this um, experience for me really illustrated to me that we are all intuitive and we can all tune into this energy that we're all connected to. And so we're sitting there in this meditation and our meditation teachers ask us just to stay in the meditative space. And she brought around an object and placed it in each of our hands while our eyes were closed. And I remember popping both of my hands over this object and I could feel that it was a ring. And I was sitting there and instantly, as soon as she had popped, as soon as she'd said she was going to put an item in our hands for us to read the energy of it, I, I instantly freaked out, went straight into my ego. And I was like, I can't do this. I was already starting to feel um, like a bit of a failure because I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. And very gently, my soul chimed in and was just like, just take a breath, just see what happens. So I took a few breaths and I let my ego kind of mold away, melt away and I just sunk back into that nice meditative space. And I just held onto the ring, closed my eyes and I just kind of thought to myself, well, what's the worst that can happen? I can just say that, you know, when it comes to my turn to share that I'm holding a ring in my hand. 
Anyway, so I'm sitting there and after a few seconds of taking a few nice big deep breaths, this image comes into my mind of this gold, like trickling gold. And it was very, very strong. And I just said to the universe, I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) And so it came in again, even stronger this time. So I said, okay. I thought to myself, the universe is being a bit persistent here. So I just said, is this in my mind? I just said, is this representative of this ring having been melted down and reformed into different jewelry? And then it got even stronger. It just kept coming back to me in my mind, this image of this gold melting gold and it got got stronger and it got bigger like it was getting closer to me in my mind's eye and so I acknowledged that and I thought okay this this ring has been melted down and it's been and then I kind of knew right it's been handed down through generations and then I started to feel the energy of a male so I knew that it was a male who had last owned the ring so I sort of said to the universe okay now it's a male that's owned the ring Um, and then I could kind of feel his posture I could feel he was tall I could feel he was kind of a bit hunched over because he was so tall And I just kind of sat feeling that. And then um, there were four of us in the class. So two of the girls had gone and they'd talked about their item. And meanwhile, I'm having this conversation with the universe in my head and seeing all these visions and having all these knowings. And then I I gathered up all of my courage and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. (laughs) I'm in a really good environment. They're not going to think I'm crazy. It's going to be, you know, understood and acknowledged here. So it was the perfect space to have had that experience. So I gathered up all my courage and I started to talk about this ring that I was holding that I knew that it had been melted down and it had been reformed into different pieces of jewelry from generation to generation. I also knew that the last owner had been a male. I knew that he'd been really tall and a bit hunched over because he was so tall. And then once I started talking, more information just flooded through me. I knew that he... um, didn't really express his emotions. He held on to them because I could feel my throat chakra really blocked. I felt my throat quite tense physically. Um, I knew that he felt like he had a huge responsibility to his family and he was a very caring, gentle person and he loved his family so much and he just wanted the best for them and he really, really took on that role of being very responsible and taking care of them. Um, So I was just sitting there saying all this stuff and at the same time I could feel his energy within my body because I felt like I could embody his posture. So I'm just talking about all this information as it's coming out and then I came to the end of sharing the information and I sat there with my eyes closed and I was shaking because it was so profound and so powerful and so clear as it came through and just it was like the floodgates opened as I started to talk and more and more came through as I acknowledged what the what the intuitive knowledge was for the ring. Anyway, the last person in the meditation group talked about their item and then a meditation teacher guided us um, to slowly come back and open our eyes and and I kind of opened my eyes feeling like, oh my gosh, was that actually real? And like I mentioned previously, it was beautiful to have had that experience in that environment because, you know, that's they're the sort of experiences, not quite that profound, but smaller versions of that that I'd had um, earlier in my life and I'd push them away or I would know something was going to happen and it happened and then I would push it away because it freaked me. I didn't understand it and I didn't want to I just didn't want to um, inquire any further because I was so freaked out about it. But I just remember sitting there in shock that I just experienced for myself what I had admired about others and thought was impossible for me. And previous to that as well, I had been way more practiced in doubt than trust when it came to intuition. But this experience for me just 
really boosted my trust and just really helped diminish any doubts that I had about intuition. Um, so we came out of the meditation and then my meditation teacher looked at me and just <laughs> draw pretty much dropped, dropped and she was like, you just described to me to a T, my father-in-law, everything from the ring being melted down and being reformed into different pieces of jewelry from generation to generation, his personality, his height, his posture, the fact that he didn't express his emotions, the fact that he felt so much responsibilities for his family and cared so much and so deeply. And I actually sat there and burst into tears and I put the ring down in the middle of the circle and I grabbed a, a black tourmaline crystal and put my feet on the ground and really grounded myself. And then I felt his energy leave and just, yeah, I was completely, I was completely blown away and I was completely in awe of what had just happened because I had handed my power away basically to this belief that only certain people could do this. So that's kind of one of the small lessons within this experience for me was that I had handed my power away. I'd said, okay, I, I'll never be able to do this. I'm not intuitive. It's only certain people with certain powers can do it. You're, you're born intuitive. You can't, you know, you can't learn it. Um, so that was a really big lesson for me was to take my power back and to know that I do have this within me and we all do. But the main lesson, because we're talking about trust with this story, was to trust to trust the images that were coming through, to trust the knowledge that were coming through. And as I mentioned, it took a whole lot of courage for me that I had to gather up to actually start talking about and, and sharing the information that was coming in for me about the ring. Um, and in the next episode, I'm going to talk more about actioning or, or allowing. But trust and action or allow kind of just really go hand in hand. Because the more you take action on what you trust, the more you trust, because you will receive that confirmation once you have taken action or once you have allowed. Um, but yeah, but the trust part was just, this was really pivotal for me. And, you know, this is the stuff that I doubted my whole life. And now that doubt was gone because of that experience. So in that trusting and learning to trust, I've created a tool for you guys, um, which I use myself and I have used myself a lot. And it's a very, very simple tool. And it's a little flow chart called intuition or ego. And basically in this space, I learned that my intuition will stay constant and consistent with its message. Because as I was questioning that golden image that I was seeing, every time I questioned it, it came back stronger and stronger and stronger. It was the same image. It just got stronger. So that's when your intuition is like, this is the message. It just keeps persisting. It's, it's quite strong. It will continue to give you the exact same message. Or if it was words that came through, it would be the exact same words. Or if it was a feeling in your body, it would be the exact same feeling over and over again. When it's your ego, your ego will try to convince you. It will tell you different stories about why you should or shouldn't do something. So um, an example of this, because I really want um, I really want this podcast to be able for you guys to be able to take it into your everyday life. Like this experience for me was certainly not an everyday experience, and I'm not expecting you guys to have had this experience or even to go searching for it. The reason I'm sharing this experience is because of the lesson that came through, which was to question everything. And then you'll be able to tell, especially if you are struggling with trying to figure out if it's your intuition or just your mind making something up, which is what I did for years and years and years. I used to just push it all away because I thought my mind was making it up because I just didn't understand it. And this is the most common question that I get whenever I'm teaching intuition or talking to people about it or 
um, yeah, one-on-one sessions or group sessions or courses or retreats, this is the one question that is the most common is how do I trust my intuition? So the little flow chart is in the free resources section of my website. I'll pop the link in the show notes for this episode. And yeah, it just, it just really simplifies what information is from your ego and what is from your intuition. So an example, as I mentioned before, an example would be, um, so when I, I led a retreat a couple of years ago and I had previously been taking these fortnightly women's circles and I took them for about four and a half months and then all of a sudden my intuition said, I want you to cancel the circles, you need to focus on your retreat. And it took me a few sessions before I really honored that and went, okay, I'm gonna cancel the sessions and start focusing on my retreat. And a retreat isn't something that in any other time of my life I thought I would be hosting or running at all. It had never crossed my mind. Um, yeah, until until that time. And I just kept hearing, focus on the retreat, focus on the retreat. So I just did that. I, I pushed away and put to the side and pushed pause on other creative projects I was doing and just put everything into my retreat. Um, so that was the retreat was in September 2016. It sold out within a few weeks and it was the most blissful weekend away. There were some incredible lessons learned. It was a divine group of women. Um, yeah, the stories that they shared afterwards from what they got out of the weekend just blew my mind. I sat there in tears on the last day, just in awe of everyone, how vulnerable everyone was. And I'm getting goosebumps talking about it, but it was, it was so guided by my intuition and every step of the way, whenever I got into fear, my intuition would take over and tell me what the next step was. So that was, that was a really, um, a good illustration for me that once again, that when you question it, your intuition comes back at the same thing. Cause I kept saying, are you sure I meant to do a retreat? Am I really meant to do a retreat? And I kept just getting retreat, retreat, retreat. So, so I did the retreat. There was another time when I created this four week course, which is actually these, the four, the four steps to um, ignite your intuition. And one of my favorite places is up in the Dandenongs is this beautiful cafe with this land and you can go and buy some food and just sit under the trees and I'd had a day up there um, just by myself. I had mum babysit the kids and I went up there and just had this beautiful day. I took my journal and my oracle cards and had some lunch and just had some time to myself. And I just was like, oh my God, this would be the most amazing place to run a course. And then my ego chimed in and was like, yes, do the course. You need to do it because these people will need it. You need to do this course because it's the next best thing for your business. You need to do this course because what if someone else teaches it before you do? You need to do this course because, and it just, my ego went on and on and on and on, on, trying to convince me why I should do this course. And I went along with that. And this is, this is the great thing about um, life being a playground for your intuition. You can't do anything wrong. At the time, I did feel a bit deflated when I followed along with my ego and I created the course and I put the dates up and put the tickets up and no one bought tickets. It was like crickets, radio silence. But it was a really beautiful lesson for me in um, just making sure that whatever I follow comes from my intuition. And that definitely came from my ego because my mind and my ego was trying to tell me all the different reasons that I should do this thing. It wasn't the one consistent message that comes from your intuition. So there's two different um, two different sides to that ego or intuition. Um, yeah, so I have got the ego or intuition guide, the flowchart up in the free resources section of my website, ready for you guys to download. It's super simple. It really just gives you lots of clarity around, um, yeah, what's intuition, what's ego, helps keep it super, super simple. Um, and I have also got some questions in the Ignite Your Intuition podcast playbook as well. 
you can you can print it up and then print up the ego or intuition guide and pop that in there and there's a couple of questions for you guys to reflect on if you choose to take your intuitive journey a little bit deeper and start to kind of unfold your own layers around your intuition and that's you know that's why i'm sharing my stories because i find it super powerful whenever i read someone's story of spiritual awakening my story isn't necessarily going to be the same as theirs but i will often find as i'm reading their story and they're having their aha moments i have my own flavors of their stories which from which i get my aha moments from and which really teach me along the way so that's why i'm here sharing these stories with you guys if you're really keen to deepen your intuitive journey no matter where you're at these tools are really simple tools um yeah to support you along the way and you can if you want you can go back to episode three where you learn how to do the gateway to your intuition tool and have a list of these tools that you are collecting from the free resources section and from this podcast and you can and you can muscle test and you can figure out which one you need at any point in time as well so you don't have to just use this tool because i've suggested it with this episode you can collect the tools and you can create your own little um little guide of rituals to support you around your intuition. So anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and please feel free to to send me an email. I'd love to know if you guys have any questions or if you've had anything happen with your intuition and you just want a bit of clarity around it and you're not too sure, I'm going to have a couple of Q&A sessions coming up. So I'd love you guys to send me an email or find me on Instagram at Steph Demetrius and send me a message there. My email address is info at stephdemetrius.com. And yeah, I'd love to help you and support you on your intuitive journey. Anyway, have a lovely week and I will see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I look forward to continuing our journey together next episode. And remember to email me at info at if you have any questions about intuition that you would like answered or any topics you would like to hear more on. And if you're enjoying this podcast, feel free to share it with a friend and I would absolutely love it and I'd be so grateful if you feel called to write a five-star review on iTunes which allows more beautiful souls to find this podcast series. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.